Hello, everybody. We're going to be talking about the Charlo brothers, Jermal and Jermel. They are both twins. They are both rising stars in boxing, and they both had some incredible fights uh, this last weekend. Jermal was fighting um, at middleweight against Dervianchenko, which is a very long, hard name to say. So forgive us if we mess it up <laughs> or if we get the brothers confused. Um, I, know, I know, Roy, you're used to dealing with, with this kind of thing because all you, your nephews are named George. <laughs> but, but but I might I might slip up uh, uh, on who's who a couple times. <laughs> um, so uh, so that's uh, Jamal is middleweight champion right now, and he just fought Dervianchenko in a really great fight that went to decision. Um, and then Jermel with an E is light middleweight champion, junior middleweight, um, holds a number of belts, and he just had a unification fight with Rosario. Um, and they both fought on the same night, and that one was ended by a uh, knockout and actually a body shot knockout. So let's talk about uh, the fight that went to decision with Jermal Charlo first against Dervianchenko. Roy, what are your thoughts on that fight? Okay, it's two things that I, I, that, 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 that when they're describing the Charlos is that they're legends in their own minds. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's first. They're, they're legends in their own minds. They're good fighters. Okay, and when you look at the fact that say that, and people are wanting to say that they may be the best and the biggest challenge to, well, he may be the, the Jamal, right? Mm -hmm. May be the biggest challenge to um, Canelo, right? Mm. Now, you look up and you say, okay, that's Triple G in the mix. Darianchenko was in the mix. And in, in that particular fight, I believe what you what we actually seen was a result of what COVID actually did to two fighters that had no activity in the last year. Because everybody is saying that, oh, well, it was a great fight. It was a great fight because Darian, he's an older guy, first of all. Mm -hmm. So quite naturally, inactivity would bother him a little bit more. And when it got to the point that he wanted to press some things, I just don't think that he had the confidence or the wherewithal to do it. Mm -hmm. Had he pressed a little bit more, he, he, he hit uh, all over with a, a couple of nice shots. No, there was a he moment where it looked like he was turning the fight around um, and it got yes, really exciting. Just, but, that, but, but then it, it stuttered. He, he'd start to really pick up you know, speed and land some great shots. And then the next round, it looked like he was gassed or, or he'd taken like one or two hits, even though he'd given 10. And then he, his heart just wasn't in at that round again. Well, that's, that's, the re that's the result of what you have when you have a person that has not been active, who's been used to being active, not six or seven months, eight months, probably longer than that. I can't remember, remember exactly when he fought. So you're basically looking at a year-long layoff. You come back at that age and you're in the gym, in the, in, I'm sorry, in the ring with a guy like a Charlo who's a little bit younger, mm -hmm. uh, a little bit more active, and think he has a little bit, and has a little bit more to prove. Now, if Charlo was in the ring with Canelo that night, and I don't care, and I know his trainers, and I know all both guys' trainers, if they were in the ring with a guy like Canelo who stays in the gym, works hard all the time, doesn't seem to party, doesn't do things like that, I don't mm. think he lasts 10, eight, six, eight, 10 rounds with Canelo. I he, like he, he was He was hittable in the body, um, and he, yes. he, got, he got caught with some hard ones. Um, he got caught uh, with some hard – those same he, shots – He shut down – it, it was it was weird for me on a technical level to see because um, he shut down Dervianchenko early with the double jab, um, mm -hmm. and that's because uh, Dervianchenko was coming in with head movement, and that was it. Um, so if throwing you want to shut down, throwing nothing, 
Throwing nothing, yes. If you, and so if you want to shut down pure head movement, there's really nothing better than a double jab because the first jab That's elicits it. the yeah the response, and then the second one you track his head to where he's going to go, and then you you uh, you faint the first one, get the second one, and then you do what Charlo was doing, which is you faint the first one, and then you throw a harder shot like a hook. Um, but but he shouldn't have been able to do that that effectively because, like you said, Dervianchenko should have been throwing something as he came in, even if it's just a jab. Yeah, yeah. and he, he but, wasn't. You know, the training part of that becomes, okay, I haven't been in the ring in a while, so I've got to go out. And 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 and, 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 and honestly, the Charlo brothers have kind of been, you know, it can have fights where they can start out early, they slow down in the middle like he did against, uh, like the other one did against uh, Harrison. But, mm. But I know we're going to get to him and Mitch Jamil in a minute. But the thing about it is, so they have a history of that, right? Now, oh, do they? I, okay. I, I never so noticed I'm that, think, actually. And I'm thinking that I've always said they're kind of like an artist guy, an artist, right? An artist paints a stroke, and he stands back and he looks at it. <laughs> and that can cause you a problem if you're supposed to be the, the guy, if you're the guy in the ring, and you, oh, woman, stand back. Whoa, look at that. Well, as you said, he could have, Darian, Darian Benchenko could have changed that, that fight had he had that in him to, okay, you, you're, gonna, you're not going to relax with me. Mm -hmm. He came back doing shots. Don't yeah, he, he, started, he, started, he started striking with his head movement, but only for yeah. the middle rounds, and then sputtered again, again. and then really went for it like last, the, the last round he really went for it. And he looked like, his work volume looked like Marciano. But that was the last 30 seconds of the last round. That's not enough. And you've lost 10 or 12 rounds. Mm -hmm. I, think that, I think the judges was way off with the scoring. I, you know, I, I, a little bit closer maybe. If some, I think they had, what was it, 118 to 130. So somebody, man, but I had, it was like 115 to 113 what I seen. Charlo winning, not, not saying that. But I do believe this, lack of conditioning. And you have to wonder during this whole time, what were they doing? Okay, I mean, I know gyms were closed. And mm -hmm. the Charlo guys, they have their own place. Their trainers and stuff have their own little gyms that they can work out of. So, but I, I think that the older, in this case, the older fighter is the one that didn't do what he should have been doing in, prepar in preparing for this fight. Now, maybe this fight, I, think it, I don't think this was the fight that they had planned, to be honest with you. I think they had looked for a, 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 a fighter that Charlo could fight just to get back like in my oh, case, okay, the, yeah. Like, like, Dervianchenko, even if he's even if his 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 conditioning isn't there or he's timid for whatever reason, he's going to be a tough fight regardless. He's going to be a tough fight. He's, he's so fought some killers and he's come out yes. the other side. And most I, of the time. I mean, actually, <laughs> actually, a couple of fights they thought he got beat in. You know uh, mm -hmm. that he won the fight, that but he didn't get the decisions. But mm -hmm. I think that when you look at uh, a guy like Charlo, people expect him to be the guy, you know, you're the king of the hill. So here you are. But I don't think they really wanted that fight, but I think it became a money thing, David. Mm -hmm. I really do. There, you know, PBC didn't, or Fox, whoever's been carrying those fights in the past, Al Heyman, his promoter, I think he is, uh, no crowds. So the money is not there for us to give you, you know, one million, I guarantee you $2 million mm -hmm. just to fight Roy. We'll give we'll guarantee you a million dollars to fight this guy here. But if you want more money, we're going to have to do it on pay-per-view. Hmm. 
which was the biggest mistake. And I've been saying this for a long it was pretty, time. It was pretty expensive. 75 bucks. And if you got yeah, for, for, fight, it was like you have to put bucks, it, you right? have to put another fight in there. If you want, if you want 75 bucks, you know, well, they had, they I mean, had five other fights. That was a horror. I don't think, but, it was but, but nothing, nothing to the point where it should have been $75. No, you know? this fight should have yeah. been $39. Um, <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not? Yeah. Why not just make it accessible to like, if you, if you're going $75, a lot of people are going to have to save up or give up like a night out with their buddies or, yes. or, you know, whatever you, or give, or a, a, give up a dinner a with their don't. wives, you know. Right, exactly. Your children don't get the sneakers they want, you know, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> the, new, the, new, the new Jordans are out the door, guys. You can forget about Sorry, sorry kid, you're going to have to get beat yeah. up at school. It's, uh, I got so, to see, see the Charlo brothers, you know. It's it Charlo just wasn't, brothers. And yeah. kids will be like, Charlo, Charco, who are the Charco brothers? See, that's, that's, what, you, that's you were up, what you're up against. I the thing they're going with is that they're twins. Which it, is a is it that that is a novelty, but it, it doesn't really speak to um to you know things that are important to people. You can't really relate to that. Um, well, novelty. You can't say I like I like them because I, he's a twin, and I think twins are neat. You know, like unless yeah, right. unless you're a twin, who who unless cares? Unless you gotta feed them. Unless you're the one who got to born, you gotta feed them. I mean, but <laughs> the novelty was the the Weaver brothers. Okay. There were three of them. They were triplets. That was a novelty, but it never transferred to financial ring success, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. You know, it, it, it never transferred to that, which takes yeah. us back to these, to Charlo, these guys. If they want to really become the, they call themselves the future of boxing, mm -hmm. then guess what? You're going to have to jump in with some guys. You know, I'd like to see him fight maybe uh, a Daniel Jacobs. Mm -hmm. Or stop! Don't cry about the money as much with Canelo. Ryan Shields is, is trainer saying we'll fight him at one sixty eight, one seventy five, or whatever. But I know what it's about now. It's how do you think he do? How do you think he do it against Triple G? The Charlo. Yeah. The Charlo that fought the other night gets beaten by Triple G easily. I don't think it's even even though Triple G slowed down so much, he still has he the power, down. but he slowed down considerably. But this guy, it's the things kind of like Lomachenko that you're not able, unless you are that A-perfect fighter, you're not going to be able to do it against him. And Charlo could not stop for a moment against Triple G. Not for a moment. No, yeah, he, he couldn't, he couldn't sit back for rounds for sure. No. He, he couldn't, he couldn't yes. forget his game plan either. He forgot about the double jab for a couple of rounds. Yes, he really he did. did. He, had to, yeah. he had to come out from the beginning. And even though Triple and everybody, everybody keeps calling for the Triple G fight for the third fight with he and uh, Canelo because why? They, they were good fights. Mm. Charlo needs one of those. This is not, the, this is not, I don't care what they do. This fight the other night is not the branded fight for him. You know, they no, it's, it was a decent fight, but he only decent looked in trouble. He look, only looked in trouble every once yes. in a while. Right. So now you can't. And, he, and if the number was jumped out to 300,000 numbers and a four hundred thousand in pay per view, hey, you, now they can come back and say, "Look, guys, I deserve to be in this." Mm -hmm. But I can tell you right now, knowing that, and we're going to get to this, but just knowing what I know, he would not get the money off that he thinks he wants that he deserves to fight a Canelo. Or, uh, or even a triple G, because who's going to guarantee them the money? It's not there. Some some fighters, though, when they get to that place, they do the opposite of um, the fighter you were talking about before. Your fighter, they they rise up and they fight to to kind of a new skill level that they hadn't shown before. Um, it, it it would 
be interesting to give the chance to see if that happened with the Charlo brothers. I think they are both very skilled. I think that they have potential, both of them. Um, it's like you said, they need the chance to show it or, or, be pro- or have it be proved that they, in fact, are, don't belong up there at that level. Um, sometimes, you shut, sometimes you shut your mouth. And, let, and now I guess we can move on to Jamil, right? Because what, 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 do you mean, what, do you, what do you mean by that? Like you, you think they're talking and, too and much? That, well, I'm going to I moved to Jamel because after the fight with Tony Harrison, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody thought he won the fight. I mean, literally, they said, oh, I, I mean, everybody was watching the fight, thought he deserved to get the victory. Bell rings, bing, announcer comes up, and everybody says, Harrison. He's like, oh, they, no, I can't believe it. Oh, that's boxing, blah, 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 right? So mm-hmm. rather than him saying, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I just, uh, I went to take a cup of coffee and I just hit myself in the face with coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I, I just I, I had to out. stop you there because I know people are gonna address it. Like, did he? Like, it splashed down and that just hit me in the eye. All right, I knew if I stayed quiet about it, that would all be all the comments we're saying. I'm sorry. Well, that's, continue that's, on. That's, I've that's, I've I've composed myself. I'm ready to go. That's a viral moment, David. We the sports-related injury. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so. Because he went and he went into using the language and the cursing and all this stuff, people don't care about that. So he mm-hmm. was able to avenge the loss against Harrison, which is what you do when you think you were the better man that night. Personally, I was one of the few people. I'm start, I was talking on the phone with somebody. I said he lost this fight, and the mm-hmm. reason he lost it, it wasn't that I did. He probably did not. He wasn't a better fighter that night, but I saw him stall more than a few times. And I saw Harrison come back with shots. Bam, 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 bam. Just enough. Judges sometimes a victim of what they like most of us. It's what we've seen in the last few days. What did I tell you all the time on the football team when a guy gets called by the referee for uh, punching a guy? I'm not the referee, but yeah, the ref on the football. It's the last guy they've seen that gets the flag. Yeah. The judges are victims of the same thing. They remember the last seven, eight, nine, ten punches that was thrown. They said, well, he did better than that. And you, so you yeah, so, sometimes I'll remember the last second of the round and judge on a, a guy yes. can get beat up the whole round and then land a good shot and it's like, oh, he won the round. It, like, he no, won the round because the crowd is reacting, and mm-hmm. we because we don't have a computer in our mind that we can go back to well, what the first two and a half minutes. What do you do? No, because it's too much going on. That's mm-hmm. what happened to him in that Harrison fight. He don't want it. He's not going to admit it. And even his, I don't think, and and in his corner, to his trainers, and they, and they might be victim of just great trainers than they are a great talent. I, I can say that because I know both guys. Ryan and Shields, very 40 years, 40-something like years. Derek James, mm-hmm. about 30. So I can say they really might be truly victims of great trainers. Ryan and Shields was, an, was a B-plus A fighter. Great, good fighter, really. In today's market, he's a great fighter. But look at what he had to face back then. I have, mm-hmm. Ryan, you got to give credit because he came up in some, a ter- tremendous lightweights were around. Mm-hmm. Derek James, super middleweight, same weight. But they took everything that they probably thought they didn't have to finish and brought into these guys. They're great trainers, two of the best young trainers out there. But I ain't so young, I'm going to give him that credit. But, I mean, but Derek, and, and, but they're two of the best younger. They're, 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 Ronnie is from the George Benton school, you know, uh, Papa Smurf and all those guys back there. He came up with that, with Lou Duva and all those guys. Derek out of Dallas, down with uh, Curtis Cox and some other guys down the uh, um, some other guys in the Dallas region down there. They saw great fighters, so he learned it. 
So sometimes you can be a victim of having a great coach. So, so you and, think that, so you think that in that fight, he could have stepped up um, and shown something and he, and he just I, didn't. I think he personally, I think he should have knocked out Darian hmm. Tinker. I, I do. I think he should have stopped him anyway. Oh, well, who, was, who are we talking about now? I was talking about Jermel um, with his loss. But, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you're talking about that. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, he could have. Tony Harrison, sometimes you can see in the guy's eye, you don't, he doesn't want to fight. But he goes like, like you just said a few minutes ago, you don't want to fight? Well, okay, I'll fight you now. Because you're not doing, he was, he was standing back, watching his action. And as he mm. did, Harrison just came off on him. Boom, 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 boom. And so that was his, that was his chance to prove that he had what it took. That he had. Is, is yep. what you're saying. You, you don't, think, you don't, you didn't see a big change in the, you didn't see a big change in the rematch. I saw pretty much the same thing. Harrison wasn't a great fighter in the first place. He hmm. was just a, a decent fighter. He wasn't a great fighter. Uh, so what I seen was uh, Charlo just take back what he thought was his, and that's basically what it was. And I think that his promoters and everybody, I, I give him credit because he made a two paydays out of it. That, hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. That's, for <laughs> that's always that's always good. Yeah, that's always good. So, but in, in that case, but that's the fight. And that's why everybody said, oh, you got to come back. You'll come back. You'll be like, no, you just lost one fight. But you have to break down in your mind and realize, why did I do it? Ronnie and those guys knew it. Knew it. They knew what happened. Derek and those guys, and I say both, because they all kind of like combined together. One of those in Houston, one of them in Dallas. They train different places. They go in. But they know. And I'm mm -hmm. sure they said, they told him, say, hey, look, don't let up. You cannot let up. Now this guy is the champion. So anytime you let up, He's going to keep this belt, and you're not going to get it back. That's what happened. Well, what so you what what did you think of the Rosario fight then? Rosario was a guy that tried. Mm -hmm. They picked the perfect fight for Jamel, okay? Because he was the guy. And a lot of people kept saying, "Oh, Rosario." I said it would be a knockdown. I said actually, I think I said I predicted a knock, a stoppage, knockout. Mm -hmm. But in in all honesty with you, again. In my mind, I'm thinking of the Charlo that tends to let himself down. And maybe Rosario gets up and gets the knockout. But as the fight proceeded, you've seen who's the better fighter. Rosario tried. And people got, because he hit him with an uppercut. Oh, my God. His <laughs> whole body face just turned around. You know, I mean, it was like, how did he get up from that thing? I mean, talking about uh, Charlo hitting with it, right? Yeah, the kid came back out, and people actually had the nerve to say he took a dive. And you know why this took a dive, David? I've been around this game long enough to know why people think he took a dive. You didn't think that Charlo was that great of a fighter, and and either you thought Rosario was going to put up a better fight than what he was, what he did rather. Mm -hmm. Not that he put up a bad fight, but he was just more of as a victim again, a better trainer, and maybe a little bit better fighter that particular night. I've never said that. Oh, he took it. I would never say a fight. I would never be spiritual, be spiritual fighter because I know what it takes to climb just to put your legs through the ropes and go in there. It's, it's, it's one thing to face a guy, man or mano y mano, as they call it, right? So that's what's, just, that's what's so infuriating about Twitter. It's not just the fighters, it's the fans. It's the you, fans. Have, you have someone who's never been, been, never even walked into a gym and had a light spar before. <laughs> like call, you know call, calling people like you know yeah, like, get, get into the ring first take a couple of shots feel see what it feels like to have your lip busted yes. or be hit in the nose and have tears streaming down your eyes before before you start insulting people's manhood just do that exactly. first exactly it'll give you a new you perspective see, you see
see 20, you say, I look on this, how many people you see about, which, what was I see 25 people, you know, there's only one. See, until you've been into that position, you can't say that. I've been mm -hmm. in a gym with an, I've never been, I've been punched one time in my life in a boxing match, and that would let me knew then I didn't want to do it. So, you know, I knew. <laughs> but you're, but you're not calling, but you're not career. calling people cowards, though. I mean, no, unless, I unless, they, unless they are, but, but you know, that's so well, rare still, for that yeah, to actually happen. And the Twitter thing, you know, I stood, I'd realized then my work would be outside the ring with my brother from a management standpoint, training, getting sponsors or whatever I did, working with USO, with boxers. I knew with my, I'm like, okay, I love this sport that much, but my job is going to be on the outside of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> and there, and there's, there's nothing wrong with that either. And so... When I see this stuff, and when you get these guys on these Twitters and Instagram to start believing this stuff, man, and that's, you know, it's great to have a following. But now you got 100, 200, maybe half a million followers on Twitter, but you couldn't sell 250,000 pay-per-views. So what does yeah. that tell you? What does that tell you? Mike Tyson came back and announced it. it, it, it tell, yeah, it tells you it's ineffective because you're not actually showing what you could do in the ring. Exactly. Um, but... uh as as far as the as far as the fight went, um, I felt that Jermel showed that he could be a very slick boxer, which is what we mm -hmm. already knew. Um, right. Where does he? The question is, where does he go from here? We'll talk about the body shot um, and and exactly what happened there in a second. Before we get to that, though, because uh, I don't I don't want to meander around too much. What what do you think is next for him? He can't fight his brother. That's no good. Mm -hmm. um, so so if he moves up, he needs to wait for his brother to move up. Um, or he could take a fight outside of um, of the championship by moving up to middleweight. No, if I'm him, this is what I would do if I'm his people, if I'm him. I look around, you survey the landscape and say, okay, who's the fighters, a fighter out there that I could probably you know, catch weight with? Maybe I could, if they gave him enough money, he would come up and wait. Mm -hmm. And in that, Sean Porter. The spoiler is what I call mm -hmm. Showtime. I mean, that's he's actually today's market. Showtime Porter has become my favorite guy, and I know people say, "Well, you would say that because," but no, this guy comes to fight every time. Before you remember, now he fought at fifty-four. Before oh, so you think he, you think he's going to force a fight? He's going to he's going to insist that um, that Jermel shows what he has. Yes, he's going. He's going. Yes, he's done it to everybody he's been in the ring with. Everybody mm -hmm. he's fought. You know, he made Aiden Abrona basically. You know, he got knocked down in the last round, but he made Adrian Broner basically, you know, everybody, that was the cover that was pulled off of Adrian Broner the first time. Forget what Pacquiao did to Broner. I mean, just that what he did. <laughs> and was, you know, the cover was taken off of him. So Porter, he's, he's been in with the, the best of them, with Eric, er, Errol, I'm sorry. Uh, he had the, young, the fight with the young man a few weeks ago. And I still say since the comeback, that may have been one of the best fights that's been on television. And everybody said, oh, no, you're crazy. No, no, it's not that. The young man from wherever he's from, Poland, Russia, Germany, I'm not sure where he's from. But the young boy, 22, 23, put up a valiant effort against a very, very good veteran that night. Give Porter that shot. And I, think, I don't know if they're under the same umbrella or whatever, but it doesn't really matter these days. I, need to, I, I haven't seen that fight. I need to check it out then. Yes. Oh, you got to see it. Good fight for the young. The kid, he tried, man. This young kid tried. <laughs> I mean, boy, well, well that's what makes but, a good fight. It's not. It's not necessarily. A, it's not necessarily your record all the time, and it's okay to take some losses when you're coming up. I mean, Canelo did. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's right. This kid mm -hmm. was twenty-two and zero. 
And they, they knew he was over his head. But you know what? He said, I'm over, I know I'm over my head, but you know what? I'm going to got to get my best against this guy. Because get, why? Yeah, get the, get, get the experience there, too. Get the experience. And you call him coming off the COVID air. Anything going to happen. David, you know, everybody's been inactive. And the guy they bought him, he flew a 12-hour flight to get here. You know, all the things in the bubble for the week. And everything. he's heard all this stuff about who this guy's problem. Hey, he came and he done it. Finished it mm-hmm. on, on his feet. So I'm saying, if I'm Charlo, Porter is a good name. And I think if they offer Sean Porter enough money, he'd come up, what did it put on, about 47, five pounds, something like that, 52, 54, it, it, it would work. Mm-hmm. And give him a shot. Now, And what if you beat a guy like Sean Porter and do it very convincingly, now people say, okay, maybe this guy has to. Like you say, he's a good boxer. Porter is not the best boxer in boxing in that division. But you know what? He's the most active son of a gun you ever seen in the ring in a long. Yeah, you want you want memorable fights. You want people yes. to tune in because they remember your last fight. Yeah, and it went amazing. Yeah. Um, so so last thing, uh, body shot. Now, to, to to preframe this, a lot of people don't know how bad body shots can hurt. I think people realize now about liver shots, um, especially since MMA has become more popular, and you see a lot mm-hmm. of kicks to the liver ending yeah. fights or knees. Um, so they're a little bit more aware of it now. Uh, but um, shot to the solar plexus, I don't think people really understand it that much. Um, so whether it ended the fight or not, um, and, and we'll get into that, like whether the fight could have continued, it hurts like a, like a mother. It really does. So people need, people need to understand that, that it is a real shot. Um, and, and it's how Mayweather kept the distance so well for a great deal of his fights is he had that um, kind of, breaking body shot that starts at the solar plexus and then just slides down till it almost hits your groin. Um, and it, it feels like your insides are being, t- being torn open. So can it cause a knockdown? Yes, absolutely. It can. Um, did it end the fight? Uh, well, uh, l- how about we get your opinion on that? Since I have the feeling you kind of wanted to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that was a result of a beat. It was a beat down. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, I remember my mother used to always say different things when we come in the house and, you know, you've been outside and you got into a rough and tumble thing with the kids next door out in the yard. And you come breaking in the house, running, trying to hide from the boys, trying to get you down the street. And my mother always say, he who lives to run away lives to fight another day. And I, believe, and I believe that's what Rosario decided at that moment. Now, that the whole thing about the solar solar plexus punch, that started around Bob. I think it was Bob Fitzsimmons and James. Long, Cicco. long time. Yeah, long time ago. That's what it first came up with, right? Mm-hmm. It's oh, you hit him with a solar plexus punch. I have never seen the fight, read about it enough, but I'm sure that that's. I've never seen it. Punch. I've seen it knock people down before. I can't ever recall it ending a fight. Mayweather knocked someone down with it. But the guy got now, back up. I seen Roy Jones hit, I think it was Virgil Hill with a shot to the, we were in Radio City Music Hall in New York. And that was a shot, man, to the, the it sounded like a gunshot. Bam! Mm-hmm. That was it. You know, that was here. But it came, yeah. this punch was just a result of what had taken place the first five or six rounds. And this guy, in his head, I'm telling you, you don't use the term die, but as a fighter, and you know this, David, you have to be able, you can tell that this is just not my night. 
I'm not. No, I'm not you. Just, just to I'm be not. just to be clear, I've never had a professional bout. Um, nope. But yeah, no, it, it I, uh, I I've I've been training since I was five though, and I I've had some really hard spars, and I've been yeah. hit in that exact way before, and you can go through, you can tough it out. You just yeah. can't breathe. But you then breathe. five seconds later, you you shell up, you take the hits, and then you can breathe again. Um, you can. It's, it's 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 questionable that it would end a fight, in my opinion. But maybe I've just never been hit that hard before there. I don't know. Well, he gave Rosario a chance. The punch came in straight down the middle. And actually, Rosario was leaning away. So it's not like, you know, I've seen guys land that punch here, but the guy's Mm -hmm. body was into, bam, right here, right? And Mm -hmm. maybe it even hit here and here. That's really a hard punch to land. It's easy to do with a jab, to land with a jab, but to hurt like that? No, I just think that Rosario decided, hey, look, I can – get another fight somewhere down the line, I'll be a little bit better, I can train, and I just think he made up his mind. I'm, and to be honest with you, this corner might have said, go out there and try a little bit more, see what you got. So so, you know, so I mean, you, think, you think he gave up, which is what, I like, I mean, which what, makes it, what makes it not a dive is that he didn't get paid to give up. Yeah. But, he, but in the end, he, he, you think he could have gotten to his feet. I, I would agree, in, uh, but I'm not, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna say 100% on it. Because I'm I'm not in his body and uh, and I don't know if something really weird. Sometimes really weird things happen. Uh, like a guy's leg will go dead in MMA by by getting a kick like a kick in a certain place, and then his nerve just freaks out. Um, yeah. But I, I'm 90 percent on it that he could have gotten up again. The problem is that once he got yeah. up, he most likely would have been taken out within five seconds. And, 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 if he couldn't breathe. Sometimes and he's and, he's and he's in that mental state where he's thinking about yeah. giving up anyways. Yeah. And when you're, dealing with, when you're dealing with commissions, David, there's a difference in referee stopping the contest and you getting knocked out. Because they can yeah. put you on a 180-day suspension as opposed to, okay, referee stopped the fight, you get 60. Oh, that's, that's a good point. Match. So it's, it's biting so, into your income then. Yes. It, it, yeah. You know, I, my brother told me, used to tell me one time, he's, he would have fights, especially when he was coming up. And he would say, I could hit a guy on the chin all day. The guy just let me hit him. I'm, yeah, I'm dinging him. He said, but all of a sudden, when I hit one of them in the body, you heard, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you're like, oh, okay. Now, what are they doing? They come back and say, tell you what, now hit me here again. Then I'm, 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 I'm going to go down. Don't worry about it, you know, because this is what does it. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, it takes away the air. And I just, I don't want to say, you know, if you're a Charlo fan, a follower, whatever, you say, boy, great win for Charlo. If you're a boxing person, we said <laughs> didn't look to be that bad, but I know that it takes some punches, a result, a result sometimes. People said Michael Moore could have gotten up because they didn't see it. George, the punch didn't look that hard. But the, the 200 through, punches before it did, though. <laughs> right. That's what I'm talking about. You go 200 before that, and that punch is there. Joe Frazier got up six times. Actually, he actually got up seven times. But, you know, he got knocked down six, so he got up seven. But that's just the way it is. Archie Moore told me one time when you were going to rail fight, and the guy came and asked him and said, "Man, Archie, what, what was you thinking when the you know you kept getting you got knocked down seven times, I think seven eight times." And Archie oh, said, "Oh, I know the fight you're talking about. What, what yeah. was that dude's name?" Yvonne Yvonne Durrell. Yeah, Yvonne he beat Durrell. him. He beat him he after beat that. Him. that was insane. Him. But, but yeah. the guy asked Archie, "What was you thinking?" He says, "I was thinking I had to get up." <laughs> See, <laughs> yeah, I can't beat him if I'm on the ground. That doesn't, you know, that doesn't work. The ground, Rosario 
at that moment, I just been, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I believe his corner didn't look so disappointed. And, you know, things that happen so fast in the corner, you go back. And sometimes a trainer says, let's try a little bit more, see what you got a little bit. And the guy may have said, man, I just don't have no more. I don't have it. You know, and in his mind, he's shaking his head, but he go out, try and fight in. So he didn't quit on the stool. He quit on the floor and in the ring in, in the fight. So I have to believe that. I, like I said, I'm not going to say that thing. I wouldn't dare say a guy took a dive. I don't. Even, I don't know that. I don't think that the term dive. I don't even know where it comes from. I'm going to look it up one time. I don't know where it actually came from, but it's just one of those things that if you're going to take a beating for five, six, or seven rounds, you don't have to take a dive. You understand? You you put in your. It just gets to a point. You said, "Man, look, I I don't have it. This is not my night. You run mm-hmm. away." And you say, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a smart, guy. it's a smart decision then. Um, but the I bet, I bet we'll see, I bet we'll see a bunch of young boxers messing around with that shot from now on though. Uh, <laughs> no. which they, you know, which they should, because it's, it's a, it's a yeah. great tactic to jab the body and then, and then just kind of slash down the middle of the abs there. It hurts like hell. Um, but, but it's not going to, it's not going to land a knockout though. Huh? Well, the thing about that, trying to do that, you got to remember when you go down here. Oh yeah. Your you head's open. So vulnerable. You yep. wide open. So unless you got hands like Sugar Ray Leonard, Roy Jones, Floyd Mayweather, have the timing. Get them back. Yeah, it's all or about the or the re- or the reach. Yeah, you need the timing or, or need reach, the reach. Yeah. I mean, that's why Hearns, Hearns liked to use it so much. Yeah, Hearns yeah, could jab right, the body exactly. because his head was still too far away for you to hit. Too far away to get it. That's the whole mm-hmm. idea. So you can keep a guy balanced and you got that. But you know, that's nothing I would try to teach. I, that, that's there's an opening there. You try it, but don't go out trying to do. But be you know, careful. Don't go yeah. Out All right, up next, we have Israel Adesanya versus Paula Costa. Uh, this fight was trippy. Um, Israel Adesanya is the current champion in UFC, and then Costa was the contender, number one contender going after him. We predicted um, last time, Roy predicted that someone was going to have to, what was going to end up adjusting and that it would be Costa. You were 100% right on that. Um, I said that. Israel controls people with his feints um, and that I wasn't sure Costa, I, I said the way Costa fought, I thought he might be able to just take a couple hits and then keep going through because he's taken so much punishment in the past just to get close enough to throw a shot. And boy, was I wrong. Um, <laughs> Costa, Costa looked more scared than I've ever seen a fighter look of anyone else scared in his life. And Izzy just controlled him. Every feint that Izzy... It, not through, but every time as he fainted, Costa looked like he he was afraid he was going to he die. He reacted. He reacted. Yeah. I mean that's that that's and that's what happened because you know we yeah you said we talked about that and mm-hmm. it's like he got it once I don't know whether sometimes the fighter can change his whole mind between the dressing room and mm-hmm. the ring and the, and the, in this case the, the cage they can change. It's go like okay now I know I've been training but I, you know I was just a I'm not going to fight this guy, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to go hit. I'm not going to go punch for punch with this guy. You know, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do, I'm just going to see, I'm going to react to what he does. And then you find yourself in there and you don't know what you're going to do. It's like, mm-hmm. if, if you didn't know better, you thought Costa, this was like his first really big major fight. You know what I mean? That this mm-hmm. guy was one of the best. He's one of the best. But yeah. Alessandro just made him seem like, you know, hey, you know, it's like a schoolyard bully, man. You know, what fake, uh, you know, the guy ducks. Duck, so no, no. And you're not going to do anything. So I'm, I'm, as I said, he changed 
but not change for the better. Well, that's what was that's it. what was so strange about it um, is that if Costa went out there and fought like he normally fought first, and then mm-hmm. Izzy picked him apart, and then he became timid and tried to box with him, a terrible idea. But if he did that, if if the if it progressed in that way, then yeah, I understand that happening. But he came out there and from the first round looked like he was trying to outbox him. Um, and that, that's just so strange. He was, throwing his, he was throwing way more jabs than he normally ever throws. He was fainting mm-hmm. way more than he normally ever throws. You could tell that he was tr- going to try to pressure him with a, a cautious step-by-step um, approach instead of coming in with strikes. Uh, the, the, the few strikes he, he actually got aggressive with were roundhouse kicks, and that's uh, to the body which is a really weird way to try to close the distance if you're not at that range yet. Um, so usually he just ended up hitting him with his toes and then Adesanya just, just kind of angled out on his, and took him on his close side and, and even caught a few of them. It was, it was really bizarre. I, I really thought that the, the buildup made us think we were, and I, we, that we were seeing two of the elite, elite guys was light heavyweight. Well, see, I, I always get these weights mixed up. What, what they like, <laughs> heavyweight, heavyweight, one eighty-five, right? So I think this. Was the yeah, was. yeah, yeah. The so, middleweight. These guys are middleweight. They're middleweight. See, it's yeah. middleweights. Okay. So you thought you were really? It was an anticipated matchup that just didn't match. To me, it's kind of like Darius Jinko and and Charlo. It just didn't match up. We didn't get what we thought we were going to get. And uh, but I thought maybe the change would have been that Costa as you said, would come out, do something a little bit different earlier mm-hmm. and then go into what he does best. Whereas opposite of, he just didn't do anything that he did good at all. Not in my opinion. I, I, I saw a few moments where it started to look like he was going to be normal Costa. Um, and then there was, there was one, there was one moment where he was in range, ready to throw a shot. And it looked like Izzy was in trouble. I mean, who knows what, what, um, what Israel would have done then probably countered and gotten away, but Costa just stopped mid-punch without Izzy even threatening anything. Izzy didn't even need to faint. He just, he had him up against the cage. That was the one time he managed to corner him right, and he just stopped mm-hmm. and, and backed off. So if he was planning to be cautious in the first few rounds, maybe, or, or the first minute, and then start exploding, I think what had happened in that scenario is that uh, Israel had just dealt enough damage to get inside his head, had hurt him enough to where yeah. he, he couldn't even follow through on that game plan. Um, it, with the, one, one thing I did predict, predict was the calf kicks. Um, I mean, it's not brilliant yeah, to predict you those. That. You, you said that he would, yeah, you said <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, and, and he did, he did. And, and it just, um, I guess Costa was so concerned about it, he got those like uh, heat suction things on his calf. So he walked mm-hmm. out with like C, three circles on, on each side of his calf. Um, least, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he thought that would dull the nerves or or um, exactly what he thought that would do, but uh, man, it, it was a disappointing fight, um, in my opinion, because I was looking to see a real fight. I, I'm yeah. not a big fan of the fight, but it it was a great display of just how high level um, and the amount of skill that Israel Adesanya has, and I think that's the best you could say for this fight is that um, you know Israel showed off what he can do. Um, but it's not, it's, not, it's not something I'm going to go back and rewatch ever. Well, you know, it's, it's, the, the drama came afterwards. I don't know if you watched it all, but the drama came Yeah, because he humped him. <laughs> yeah. 
I, th- I thought it was an accident at first. I'm like, did he yeah. fall and then need to get up? Is that- no, he just decided the best thing to do, <laughs> to do right now. You know, I've, seen fight- I've seen fighters do that. I've actually seen mm-hmm. fighters, you know, turn the guy around towards it, and you go like, and the guy go like, man, what the heck? And, and the guy, in the crowd reacts, ah, laughing. Thing, I've seen it in like- the ring. I've never yeah. seen it after the fight. After the fight <laughs> in boxing, you go and you hug the guy and you pretend either it's genuine and you gain respect, but even if it's not genuine, you like hug him and be like, uh, you know, you show that, that you respect, respect the other person. Yeah. 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 Like uh, afterwards, there was, I was watching on uh, the video, the streaming thing and Alexandra, J- John Jones says something to him. And mm-hmm. you look up, if you see on, if you, there's a video of it. And he jumps up on the, on the ring and he's throwing fingers to uh, John Jones. Mm-hmm. Now, I read later that John Jones said something about his dad. I don't know. You know, we don't know. But that's it. when you start dealing with the media, you got to be careful. But they said he said something about, the, about his dad either before or during the match or whatever. And he had to have been before or after because he couldn't, he can't hear without a screaming going on. So there's a drama now, perhaps, you know. And that's what I said about MMA. If it ever was a sport, when you tell a guy I'm going to kick your butt, you know, mm-hmm. you can literally do it here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could you could walk up there and kick it. That, now that that would be something because because all these there are all these instances of um, kicking the calf and then the nerve gives gives out lately. What if they discover yeah. that kicking the butt does the same thing? You guys have yeah. just you have guys just just trying to circle well, around this, kicking each other's you know that, what do they call it they, they, that Blutus Maximus I think is what they call it yeah exa- exactly that, yeah the psoas and, and all that and the I, perineal the sciatic nerve you got to kick the sciatic yeah, nerve right yeah and then you then you start seeing it drilled in martial arts classes just like, slide to the right kick the butt <laughs> slide to the right yeah kick the kick butt, the butt. See, that's why in boxing. It's illegal to hit a guy here because that nerve, all of a sudden, I mean, if you get the guy here, it's, you know, it's, it's a, like you said, kidney punch. Near the, the hip, yeah. Punch or near the, the hip is bad too, you, yeah. Yeah, the hip, but then the guy on the hip, Sonny Liston was notorious with that. You mm-hmm. know, he'd get a guy, you get whatever you gave him, he hit you legally mm-hmm. up to the point, you know. And it got to the point, guys want to hold their hands up and listen, say, that's what you want me to hit. And after a while, I got, no, those hurting now. So, you know, yep. it's, it's, you have to know the tricks of the trade in all these sports. And that's why I said I really thought Costa would – I expected them – if you read everything, I had him picked as my winner. I really did. Oh, you had Costa and, picked you know, as a winner? I did. I thought he would win. Oh, the really? I mean, for going, before, before going in. I, I, I just thought he – I really thought because I said I thought he would be the one to do more change. And sometimes when you change, you just throw another fight out. But he just didn't do enough for that. No, it's, this, this is one of those things where I don't – this is a sad fight because you didn't get to see the best of both fighters. That's why it's a sad yeah, fight. Yeah, I agree. A sad fight, yeah. I agree. And, uh, and, and if we had seen the best of both fighters, then that would have been fant- uh, fantastic. Um, I, I always mess up this guy's name too, even though it's an easy one. It's either Gustafsson or Gustafsson. Um, Gasolum, there it is. Uh, go watch um, Adesanya's fight with Gasolum. And uh, and then okay. then you'll see what you wanted to to see this fight. Um, see this as, fight, okay? Yeah, as this. as it as it is, hopefully Costa gets a, another chance at some point, and he comes um, with a better game plan and uh, and a better mentality, um, and and uh, and you get to see a real fight, and then no one, hopefully, no one humps anybody, so we can we can <laughs> <laughs> we could we can only hope. Well, yeah, you can only hope, right? <laughs>